Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you by Ed Ball. If you are in the Northern Virginia area and you're looking for some landscaping, maybe you want to put in a pool, maybe you want to put in a grill, maybe like an outdoor fireplace. Okay, all of that makes me want to buy a house. Ed Ball is the guy for you. Ed Ball Landscape Architecture, you can go to his website, which is landscapearchitectnorthernvirginia.com. Or you can easily follow him on social media at it's Ed Ball. Also Ed Ball on Facebook. He has a huge following. His before and afters are amazing and he works exclusively in the Northern Virginia area. So if you're in Reston, Great Falls, Arlington, Fairfax, Springfield, look, 
he hits them all. He's amazing. And don't believe just me. Go check out his awesome website and his social medias. You will love the before and afters. Whatever creation you have in mind, he can make happen. Check out Ed Ball. He's a landscape architect and the website is landscapearchitectnorthernvirginia.com. On today's podcast, Megan King. You know her. She was outspoken. She was, I had actually forgot this, but we talk all about it on today's episode. She was a former cast member for three seasons on Real Housewives of Orange County. She left when she got pregnant through IVF with her twins. And also she used to be married to um, Jim Edmonds, the MLB player commentator who cheated on her and they ended up splitting up. So I talk about that. Is she close to finalizing her divorce with Jim? Have things gotten any better or more amicable? And also, does she think that the show is the reason that Jim cheated? She gets into all kinds of good detail. And then I forgot about this, but she was actually the one that investigated calling hospitals and investigating Vicky's man at the time, Brooks, if he really had cancer. And of course, we all know that he was faking it. So why she did that and what was her hunch? Interview is so good. I think you'll enjoy it. Here is Megan King. Okay, we're here with the fabulous Megan King, who you all know from Real Housewives of Orange County for years. How Megan, how many years were you on the show? Was it three, three, three seasons mm-hmm. on the show? You're a housewife pro girl. You know all the ins and outs. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I am kind of a housewife pro. Like, I never thought that would be a title that I would have, but I think I earned it. You definitely earned it. <laughs> now, wait a minute. With everything that they're doing with, um, you know, the Peacock Network, are you coming back at all? No, I mean, I, no, no. No plans um, to come. They haven't invited well, you, you know. Say never say never. Never say never. But, like, as of right now, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. There's no show, no housewife show in St. Louis, Missouri. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Okay. Well, the show this season desperately needed you. Um, Yeah, I didn't watch it, but um, you know what? I haven't watched it since I got off of it, but I heard it was not good. It was not good at all. It lacked... Well, you know, it's always hard to, right? Because obviously we're in a pandemic. So they were limited on things they could do, places Uh, they could go. But I mean, I just feel like, I don't know, the storylines need some refresh. You know, when you were on and Vicky and there was, there was just no shortage of drama and everyone had a great story. (laughs) There was so much freaking drama and like, oh yeah, toxic. It's toxic. Is it really toxic for real behind the scenes? Yeah. Okay. The thing is. You're on the show with, let's say, five women who you wouldn't normally necessarily pick to be your friends. However, in the world of this television show, we are the only people that exist. So we have to hang out with each other. We have to talk about each other. I can't talk about my best friend, Abby, or, you know, who lives here and there, or like... No one cares. The viewers don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Like there's no frame of reference whatsoever. So I'm stuck with talking about and hanging out with and doing things with these five different people. And maybe if I'm lucky, I might like three of them. And the other two, I'm just like, get away from me. Like I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole if it was up to me. I don't want to be mean about it. Right. Like I don't want to be your friend either, but you're forced into it. (laughs) Who was the most toxic person when you were there? Was it Vicky? Vicky, really? By far. Kelly was pretty toxic too. But when I was on with Vicky, that was the se- season that her um, boyfriend at the time, or fiance, or whatever he was, was faking cancer. 
And I totally thought she was involved with it. I'm like, how do you sleep and live with someone and you don't know that they're faking cancer? So I didn't like her. Oh, Brooke. And she was mean to me because I found it out. Like, don't shoot the messenger. And was it kind of like well known behind the scenes that Brooks was faking it? I mean, it, no, really? Like the you don't think the producers had any idea? Tamra, uh, none. I think they were like, "This bitch is crazy. This new Megan chick is off her rocker." I think Tamra totally thought Tamra's pretty intuitive. Tamra totally thought the whole thing was fake, but she hated Brooks. I went in with an open mind, liking everybody, and I was like, "These things aren't adding up," and so I started looking into it. No one knew anything. Really? Oh, my God. That's so... Because yeah. I always thought, you know, behind the scenes, I'm like, I bet the producers, you know, know that he that he's not sick. He never looked sick. It, you know, he never looked like he was really going for treatment. You know what I mean? There were so many things that didn't add okay, up. I don't know. The thing is, that was my very first season. So maybe they would have said something if I was in, like, my third season. I don't know. Because I was... I think they were like, let this girl go. Like, she's doing her own thing. But... I was like calling all of these hospitals and places. This is before I had kids, so I had extra time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like it was a, it was fun. It, it was also, and I'm also thinking, I feel felt like I had a duty to prove that this man was faking cancer because there's a lot of viewers out there watching this, and he's gonna say that juice cured him. He's gonna like has interest in a juice company, and he's gonna say that this juice company cured his cancer, and that's irresponsible. Actually, really good for you because your gut instinct turned out to be 100% correct. I mean, that was one of the biggest scandals totally. ever, ever. Ever. What do you, do you guys ever hear anything about Brooks? And, I mean, do you stay in touch with any of the women? I know I'd read that yeah. you were close with Tamara and, and Shannon. Yeah. Close with Tamara and Shannon. Um, I'm close with Heather. Um, I talked to Bronwyn on occasion. Um, I've met Emily and um, Gina and I would say I kind of stay in touch with Lizzie and Kelly. Yeah, so a lot of them. Yeah, you stay in touch with everybody. Okay. Wow. And we, we never seem to hear much from Brooks. In fact, the last thing we heard from Vicky is she wishes she was still with Don. Oh, my gosh. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's happy. But I think. I don't know. I'm still blocked from her Instagram. <laughs> What about, okay, did you hear any of the stuff this season about, like, Kelly being racist and all that, wearing yeah. a drunk? Okay, what's your take? You worked with her for a couple of years. I mean, are we, are any of us surprised? Like, it is Kelly. She has no filter on her mouth. She says, she goes for the jugular. She says nasty things. Like, she's not exactly, you know, doesn't have a lot of control over herself, I feel like. She's so impulsive. So, I am not surprised by any of this. And I feel like she... Kelly is a little bit of a critical thinker, and but overall, I think she's just like, like I said, impulsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'll, she'll pull like, out a drunk lives matter hat. She'll she'll say, you know, all lives matter. She'll say those things, and I mean, it's just a little. She's a little tone deaf at times, but I don't think she meant anything any harm. It's more ignorance than it is racism. It, from your experience yeah. from working with her, I don't think Kelly's racist. I yeah. do not. Yeah, I mean. I think there's a lot of people who are racist who pretend like they're not. I don't think Kelly's one of them. I think Kelly's a non-racist pretending like a racist, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that's an interesting take. I mean, but Kelly is, but that's Kelly. She's like a total dichotomy and she's not, a, she's, she can be like the nicest, most compassionate, per, compassionate person. And then she's like the 
queen bitch. So how hurt do you think Tamara is that she was, you know, removed from the show? And I haven't heard that there's any plans to bring her back. I mean, she's kind of like a franchise alum. As she's well. shocked. Yeah. Totally shocked. I mean, that was a huge part of her life for like 13 years or whatever it was. And I mean, for me, with only three years, it was, you know, when I when I decided to quit because I was pregnant with the twins, I was I cried about it. And it was a hard decision for me to make. So I can't imagine how it must have been for 13 years. I mean, she was she was um, married to Simon and then got divorced to him on the show, got married to Eddie, um, who she's still with. Like, her kids grew up. It's, it's just tough. I know. I know. And her divorce was awful, too, and didn't see her daughter for a long time. And right. sounds like they're back on the track to, recon- you know, they see each other and they've reconciled. But th- she went through a lot, too. I know she really did. How about and obviously, you know, you're very. I think you do a great job of balancing your mental health, uh, being transparent. But you've also been through a lot of shit yourself. You I know, have. with Jim and everything. How is it? How is it going? I know that the last time you talked about your divorce, there was no progress because of the pandemic. Are you guys right. getting any closer? Like how? Yes, I think I think we're like I can see the finish line. I'm. So excited. I have an expensive <laughs> bottle of wine I'm ready to open and just like put this behind me. <laughs> no, I had, you know what? I'm curious because I'm always curious when people cheat in relationships. In your prior relationships, had you always been cheated on or was Jim sort of the first guy that you really knew of that cheated on you? I think he was the first one who cheated on me, but I'm I'm just, I'm, I trust people. I think they're going to do what they're going to do, do whether too. or not. And I'm not, you do. Yeah. And I'm not very, I'm not a really a jealous person. And I think that if you, they decide to cheat, that's on them. That has nothing to do with me. And so I, if someone has cheated on me in the past and the, organic, the, the relationship organically dissolved and I just didn't know about it. But um, with, with – and also I think cheating is not just – I think there's a spectrum of cheating. I don't think it's like, you know, a yes or a no. And I think that these things need to be talked about and communicated within a relationship because my spectrum could differ from yours. They totally do. Because there, I agree with that. There is a spectrum of cheating, right? Mm-hmm. There's long-term affairs. There's emotional affairs. There's I got drunk and slept with somebody one night. There's right. I made out with somebody and confessed. You know, there's, I mean, relationships and marriages. There's sexting. There's sexting. There's, yeah, that's, there, yeah. There's flirting. Is flirting at a bar cheating? Is like, you know, is looking at porn cheating? I mean, there's a huge spectrum here. What did you... Has that experience made it hard to date and trust again? Because I'm a trusting person too, and I'm not a snooper. Like, so yeah, I'm not either. And I think with your story with Jim, right? Like, you didn't even really. It even came out in the tabloids, right? Like, is how you learned about it. I found out. Yeah, I found out in the tabloids. Somebody sent me a link. A stranger sent me a link on Instagram that was to an article that some like tabloid released. You know, with with texts and screenshots and stuff. And I'm like, my heart dropped because I knew, but I had never seen anything. I'm not a snooper. You trusted Jim all that time. For some reason, I still trust people. I mean, I think I do have some trust issues, but I don't think like with, you know, other women is really the trust issue. I feel like um, my ultimate value right now in a relationship is safety. And I mean that in all ways. I mean, like 
physical safety, of course, because as a single woman with three children, I feel very vulnerable a lot of times. Um, and I mean it in um, like emotional safety. I want to be able to cry and break down and have a hard day and know that my partner isn't going to run from me because they're scared of that vulnerability. And I want like mental safety and intellectual safety. I want to know that like I'm able to go out and pursue my hopes and dreams without that person feeling emasculated. And yeah. now I think all those, you know, that whole bigger picture is more important to me than any kind of physical cheating. Okay, y'all, uh, quick break to thank one of our sponsors, Inside the Vault. Guys, you know the best way to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. I say it all the time because this is my full-time gig and I love giving you entertainment. So frequent our sponsors. Pays for my producer, videographer, myself, and more. I am so grateful every time you use a sponsor. And right now, if you could do me a favor, go to Instagram and follow Inside the Vault. Inside the Vault is brought to you by the team over at Vault Lab, who you met earlier this year when we did a giveaway with them for Valentine's Day, and whose digital marketing and social media work have involved more than 100 celebs in 2020, and whose campaigns have involved Starbucks, the United Nations, Prince William's Foundation, Leo DiCaprio, and so much more. They are launching a brand new project to help small businesses build back better in 2021 and beyond. So stay in the loop by following them right now on their Instagram, Inside the Vault, and be following me at the Sarah Fraser Show, because on my IG story, I'm going to be sharing their uh, mailing list that I would love for you to subscribe to as well. That's going to keep you in the loop. And if you are a small business, you're going to want to know this team and you're going to want to work with them. So get on their mailing list ASAP. And, you know, they always say when you go on reality shows, and of course, like there's this ongoing joke now on housewives, like if you renew your vows, then you're going to get divorced. How do yeah. you, how do you think, did the show just do you think Jim like hated being on the show so much that contributed to his cheating? Or do you think Jim just had other issues? I think that on a show like the housewives, women are typically viewed on. Yeah. Women are typically viewed as good at doing one thing, which is being kind of a trophy wife. So when these women go on the show, all of a sudden they get a platform, they get a voice, their confidence is raised. They're recognized in public they become an individual for the first time in their marriage probably and oh the husband can't handle it the husband's now an equal or maybe in some instances he feels completely emasculated and he's second in command so what does he do to make himself feel better maybe he cheats maybe he lies maybe he gets mean but and then of course the marriage is going to fall apart because nobody wants to be married to a douchebag like that but like is it because of the show or is it because of the man's confidence and he couldn't handle his wife leveling up? Oh my God. It's so true. And you know, Jim's been a famous MLB player for years. So I'm sure he's used to all the attention, all that stuff. And then to have a huge role flip is uh, I'm sure a big, but I think that's like, I think that's a theme with probably the majority of relationships on reality TV that fail. I don't think it's a curse of reality TV. I think it's a curse of a successful woman. I, that's a great point. No, I think that's a really good point. I think you're right. And you see the women, like uh, Karen Huger comes to mind from Real Housewives mm -hmm. of Potomac. You see these women kind of come into their own and like almost instantaneously their marriages have all these problems, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's it's, a great point. It's just women finding their voices. Yeah. Not waiting on their, they, you know, they can't wait on their man like they used to. So 
that's what I mean as far as going back to that safety piece, you know, the safety of being able to be with a partner and grow and evolve within yourself and know that they're going to stay by your side steadfast. I mean, that is like the partner we are all looking for that. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's amazing. Um, and I didn't know that. I just assumed that that would happen in a relationship, right? You, it's an assumption, but yeah. It's not always the case. Are things getting any easier between you and Jim? Like you keep it, you seem to keep it really positive. Okay. So (laughs) that sucks. That's like, okay. Well, okay. No progress there, huh? He's not getting any more amicable. Okay. No. Well, how is your, I mean, you're public, you are already out there with who you're dating now. Mm -hmm. And so you and Will Ruse, you made it official on your Instagram. How's that relationship going? It's going slow and steady. We were friends first, and um, we're not jumping into, like, anything necessarily. I mean, I guess, yeah, we're in a relationship, but um, we, we're we just – we're trying not to have, you know, relationship expectations of one another. I think it's hard in with living in different cities, and so we're trying to just kind of roll with it and, you know, not – don't, like, meet the kids right away. And I mean, he hasn't met the, the kids, and so – we're just having fun and just letting it organically evolve and see what happens because like we're, he's busy with work. I'm busy with, with my kids and you know, the divorce, I got to get behind me too. So, um, I think like this, my relationship with Will is more of a dating relationship and less of like a serious relationship. How, and I always find that curious, like, cause I'm thinking of some of the guy friends that I've had for a long time and you guys had been friends for years prior to then. Oh, just a year, just one year oh, because we just dated- one year. We, we date, we went on a few dates and that's how we met. And then we became friends after that. And we did And now we're dating a second time. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Got it. Got it. So it kind of started out different. All right. I thought you'd for some reason been friends for like a long time and then developed a romantic relationship. And I was like, that's not an like, interesting. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long. No. In between. Um, this year. No. So talk to me about this. You know, you seem to be very independent. You're finding yourself on social media, which is awesome. You just took this t- this trip down to Mexico, which I loved following your stories. I mean, it sounded like you ended up with a shitty car. Then one night you had to stay at this random hotel. It was oh like, but you ended up going. Was, <laughs> like, what it happened? Was insane. I was like trying to do this eat, pray, love thing and like go to Tulum and go diving because I'm a scuba diver now and I was going to meet one of my diving buddies down there and do some dives which is what I did, but like, it was a freaking experience. And I don't think it was a very safe experience, but well, I mean, I was safe the whole time, but I, I stayed safe the whole time. I should say, I don't know if I was safe the whole time, but it was, um, I probably wouldn't suggest someone going to Mexico on a solo trip as a woman. <laughs> but also I stayed in the jungle. I was like, oh, this will be so cute. I'll like stay in this treehouse jungle by myself and like kind of feel like I'm camping without camping. But then I was like in the middle of nowhere down a dirt road and there's jaguars on the property or like somewhere and around, you know, hiding. Ready sure. To eat me. Yeah. Anywhere and in the woods or whatever. Obviously, yeah. Yes. And there's like a dog that tried to jump through my window one night. And I'm like, the shitty car is going to break down the gear stick. There's no phone charger in it. Like I couldn't even plug it in anywhere because it didn't work. It was, it it looked like somebody had taken a Clorox wipe and wiped all over the windshield inside and outside. So it was like opaque at night with the lights coming at me and no service. And I can't see a damn thing. And the GPS doesn't work. It's, it was an experience. (laughs) 
I'm going to write a blog about it because while, while these memories are still fresh because I can't even believe I did. Like my dad picked me up from the airport and I was kind of telling him about it. And I, and that was the first time I was thinking, holy shit. I don't think that was a really smart idea. Well, one night you're actually staying in this hotel because you couldn't locate your original, like, um, you know, this beautiful jungle abode that you were staying in, but you end up getting this hotel room where there's no lock. So you've, you've piled up chairs to try. I was like, this woman's, I piled up up chairs and then I put some, some rattling, um, glass stuff on the table in front of the door where I put the table in front of the door and put rattling gas glass stuff, hoping that if somebody tried to break in, they'd rattle the glass and wake me up. Oh my God. But, I- but get this that night I heard somebody go jangling keys and trying to get in the doors, like several doors. Exactly. Oh my so- God. That's what I said. And so I, I was like, Oh my God, what do I do? Like, where's my escape route? And I just turn on the light in my room and it stopped. The jangling stopped. Okay. So it did seem on your social media, were people giving you shit about leaving your kids and kind of taking time for yourself or, or were you, cause you know, you posted this really nice, um, you went scuba diving with crocodiles and you were like, you know, some people will say this is crazy, but you know, I'm all about kind of overcoming my fears. Were are, are people genuinely kind of nasty in your comments about you yeah. like, parenting? The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. What did people say? Yeah, they're generally, they're generally, uh, I would say 50-50. Um, a year ago, it, people were much nicer. I think the pandemic has given people like this level of anger that they don't know how to release in a healthy way. So they take it out on others like me, for instance. Oh, that's an and, interesting theory. Why do you think that is? Just people are cooped up. They, they haven't seen they're other- cooped up. They don't they have their lives like they're depressed. They're like not getting social interaction. And then they see me getting social interaction. They blame me and they're mean to me. And it's like I'm their release sometimes. Yeah, it sounds like from your post, you know, you're really taking control of your own power and your own voice, but like people were very critical that you would leave your kids and and spend some time on yourself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure her children are in safe or they're probably with Jim or something. They're safe, you know, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, we split custody. We split custody. So yeah, they were, of course, they're with their father. But for when I went to Maui, that video that was just shown, I was in Maui diving and that trip i was away for 13 days that's the longest i've ever been away from them so that was really hard for me but um i think it's like honestly less about the parenting that people are mad about and more about me traveling they get mad that i'm traveling but um that with the parenting though they do they do think that i'm taking risks that i shouldn't because i'm a mother and i have children to live for and they in, in their little lay minds, they think that, um, you know, what I'm doing is life-threatening. And I guess in so, on some level, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but you're like, but you know, I'm living my life, so whatever, screw you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now you've lived both lives, and I'm about to become a first-time mom, like, in a week. Oh, so thank you Yay. so much. Like, so I'm curious, you know, you've lived the glamorous, um, you know, Orange County lifestyle with, a, you know, a husband that's well-known and, and wealthy, like the trophy wife that you were talking about. Uh-huh. And then you're now, like, a, you know, you're a single mom navigating, trying to get through a divorce. And this is kind of a funny question, but is there one life you prefer over the other? Or, like, how do you... Yeah, I prefer- I don't know. I mean, I guess I prefer an authentic life. So mm. 
if if I think I feel like I, I was living authentically in both situations. And so that's what I prefer. But money doesn't buy happiness. I mean, to an extent that you can pay your bills, of course, it buys happiness, because if you can't pay your bills, like you need more money and then you'll be happy. Right. But at that after that, I mean, money doesn't buy a damn thing like, you know, there's nothing that money doesn't buy health. My son has a brain injury, you know, and so I don't care. But I'm not going to lie. I do like fancy dinners and nice wine and expensive hotels. And nice handbags. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Like, a, a hotel with a lock on the door. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you like... still very much me. Definitely. Absolutely. And uh, so what are you, I, I want to talk about your kids. I loved your fertility journey, which I think is so important. And I mean, at that time when you were sharing that, you must have gotten so much support from, yeah. from women going through it. You were successful with your IVF twice mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. with the twins. Um, would you do that experience again? I, I, you know, thankfully I was able to get pregnant on my own, but it looked like, I mean, IVF is no joke. It looks like a real process. Yeah, it is. It sucked. It was just like very emotionally taxing because you're taking synthetic hormones to like throw you into these like cycles of this hormonal like disasters and you're like up, up and then like low. It's it sucked and you're bloated and tired. And One last commercial um, with the Megan King interview. My guy, Will Neem, is a top doc in Maryland with Horizon Fibroids. This month, you need to get your fibroids checked. It's a good time to go because they're seeing new patients at Horizon Fibroids. And if you have fibroids, they can impact every aspect of your life. They're painful. They create heavy, long periods. And they can impact your fertility. You don't want to wait to be surprised by getting a fibroid. If you know you have one or you've had one in the past and now it's causing problems, you need to go and see a specialist. Your OBGYN, we all of our OBs. They're fabulous themselves, but sometimes they don't give you all the options. Dr. Will specializes in uterine fibroid embolization. It is a non-surgical low downtime procedure. He goes in through your wrist and then he like cuts off the circulation to your fibroids. I don't know, zaps. Look, do I look like a doctor to you? Probably not. That's why I have people on my show that are like sunning their butthole. Anyhow, regardless, he's the top in the business. Horizonfibroids.com. Check out the website. When you do, they accept almost all insurance, but you can also just call and the office will tell you quickly. When you make your appointment, tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The shots hurt and they're scary and weird and the whole thing feels very scientific and not loving. Mm. And it's just, it was strange, but um, then it goes away and you forget about it and you do it again. <laughs> Isn't that the thing about motherhood? I'm like, <laughs> I haven't even got to the delivery part. And I'm already like, okay, I really want one more. It's it's funny that, yeah. that being pregnant and being a mom is is a little addictive. Now I'm like sort of, I know how people have like 11 children. I'm like, I can get it now. I know. It's, <laughs> I know. I was watching my body change and I just thought it was so cool. Isn't it? It's, it's. It, you know, when you're single, like when I, I, th I think, you know, eight years ago when I didn't want kids, right? And I was like, and I have people, friends that were coming moms. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'd listen a little. But then when you actually experience it, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. You can feel it's this crazy. human. It's, it is. It really is when they say I that. I know. I feel like I want another one sometimes just because of, you know, us talking about this right now. It's. I know. I, would you have what? You'd have another one. You're, you're I young. Know. I mean, maybe with the right guy, but. I mean, I got three and I'm having a lot of fun living my life and like 
I, I too were still in diapers and I just can't really wrap my brain around another baby right now. That would be a lot. Talk to us about your son too. You've shared so much about your son's journey um, with cerebral palsy, with CP. Uh-huh. And I mean, you're such an advocate in raising awareness. And you said really after he was born, before even the doctors diagnosed, right? You knew something. Oh yeah. Was- oh yeah. yeah. I knew from the second I held him. Oh, he you do. I said something's wrong with, with him. Why is he so stiff? They said, oh, he just has high tone and, and stop comparing him to your bro- his brother. And um, Jim knew pretty close. Jim knew about a month in. He was like, this is something's off. But um, and then I would say I knew probably when Hart was maybe four months old. I'd done so much research and I just I came across a website for cerebral palsy. My cousin has CP. He's very severe. So CP never entered my mind as being a possibility for my son because he doesn't look like my cousin. He doesn't have the same you know, side effects from his CP that my cousin does. And, but once I started reading about it, I just knew in my gut, I was like, that's, that's what it is. And it, that is what it is. And was it hard to get a diagnosis? Was it hard to get a doctor? It was very hard. Really? Because yes. they kept telling you what? What did they think it that was? He was they, the doctors and therapists kept telling me that Hart was within the spectrum of normal. He was a typical child. And he was, he was walking, quote unquote, on time and crawling on time. But the thing is, he was, first of all, he was late in all of those and like late normal. But I, I was a, I'm a former athlete. My sister plays pro soccer. Their dad is a pro base, former pro baseball player. So my children's genetics are going to be like physically superior than a typical child. And so with heart, yeah, he might have looked like he was on the spectrum of typical, but like that chart needed to be adjusted for his genetics, and it wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You guys were used to kids doing things at a whole different speed. Well, it not even it doesn't even necessarily mean like faster or something. Just that that, that my children possess like body awareness and coordination that my might not be you know that might be like at a heightened level of a normal kid. And so how is he doing now? I mean, it seems like things are, are going really well. You're very vocal about it. You know, yeah. he may, you know, you see all your videos. He seems like he's thriving. How is it? Is that like the case or is that just some days are good? Some days are not. No, no, no. It's always pretty much the same kind of day. And he's doing wonderfully. Um, there's a lot of small things that, um, that we're, you know, I notice, I think I, obviously I notice I'm the mom. I notice every little tiny thing. But right now, I would say um, the main thing is speech and balance. His balance is an issue because um, it's a safety problem. If he's standing next to steps, he's very wobbly and, you know, he could fall like that kind of a thing, which thank God hasn't happened except for like maybe falling down one step or something. But um, and but overall, I mean, he's pretty stable for the most part, um, as long as he's moving. He needs a lot of feedback. So he's. He moves a lot in order for his brain to understand where his feet are so he doesn't fall. It's kind of a crazy concept. But then his speech, too. His speech um, is delayed and it's harder for him to enunciate because his vocal cords are affected by muscles that are affected by CP. And what's with CP? What is the prognosis? Like, can he continue to just get better and kind of like... um, you know, will a lot of those skills balance out or is CP almost like degenerative in the sense like the older you get, the more severe the symptoms are? 
it's CP is not never degenerative. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not, and it's never, you know, gets progressively worse or better. Um, I should say, however, the brain can learn to do, to, to create, have skills that, um, is that, it, that, how do I say this? Okay. So parts of the brain can learn new skills that they wouldn't normally have learned. Okay. So, got it. You know, when somebody comes back from a stroke or something and they have to learn how to talk again or something, like they're trying to have a new part of their brain learn how to talk because the talking part might be dead. So that's kind of how it is with CP. Your, the brain is incredible and it can do amazing things, but it doesn't mean that that part of the brain is ever going to get better. Once your brain is dead, your brain is dead. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Did you, and how are you feeling still about being an advocate and a voice for CP? I mean, cause it's funny. I feel good. You do? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel good about it, but I don't want, I, th- I don't want, um, you know, being a mom of a child with CP to be my identity. And I'm very aware of, of trying to make sure that that's just a part of me and a very, a very big part and a very important part and a very proud part but it's not the whole part of me. And um, so, yeah, but yeah, I feel great about it because I want, I want to show parents that, you know, having a kid with CP isn't something to be uh, ashamed of. And it's also not a reason for the parent to stop living their life. Yeah, 100%. So Megan, what do you want people, what's the full picture for you? It seems like you are still finding yourself, you're on this eat, pray, love journey, but what do you want the full picture to be? Um, I don't know. I don't really know what I want the full picture. I just want it to be, I think I don't want to label myself necessarily. I just want to be who I am and keep finding myself, try new things and, um, figure out what I like today. That might be different than what I like tomorrow. Oh my God. Well, any, okay. And are you open to now coming back to reality? Cause I, I feel like you are missed yeah. and I want, and I really want Bravo. I mean, whether it's on the Peacock channel or whatever, I mean, I hope you are back. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'd love to be back on on in front of the camera in some kind of capacity. Yeah, I think I, it'll happen. I Someday. hope so. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying housewives necessarily, but I think I'll be back in front of the camera. I got, I, I, I guess I caught that bug back in the season ten or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. We can't wait to see you back on reality TV. I mean, there's got to be somebody else that you need to investigate. Well, you, do you keep up with any of the franchises? You need to be investigating Jen oh. Shaw's. Um, I heard about that. New Does she get arrested or something? Yes, for, for fraud. fraud. Yeah, she's been yeah. charged by the feds for running these schemes where she was selling people over the age of 55, like tax preparation courses or um, coaching, you know, um, them for like a second career, all this stuff. They would pay her. This is, Uh these are what she's been charged with. And then she would contest, um, like they would say, okay, I never got my service. And she would contest the the charge or whatever, Mm -hmm. take the money. In the meantime, while she was contesting, she already had all their information. So then she would resell all of their their name, address, age, demographic, all that stuff to like, you know, all those mailing lists that you or like yeah. email lists. She'd sell them to those to other predatory businesses. And then they would prey on them. It's Megan is nuts. That's you, like a that's like a pyramid scheme preying thing. Like I, I, I wish know. you had more time on your hands because you need to get to the bottom of this. I, I know, mean, I know. And I don't. Why she would put herself on national TV? She'd been running this scheme for several Is years. She a narcissist? Don't you think she has to be? I mean, I mean, a narcissist feels like they can never get caught and they're above the law. And yeah, maybe. I mean, she has to. She, 
there has to be something there because I mean, if you knew you were running all these schemes and then you put yourself on national TV, you're even more of a target. Yeah, I'm sure she in her head she reconciled that they were it was a legitimate business because she's probably a raging narcissist. Uh, yeah. I mean, and did you, I think (laughs) I was asking you, did you? That's really sad. Karma's not going to be nice to that. Well, you know what's funny? I don't, do you watch any of the franchises now? I know you didn't, you don't. Yeah. I know you're like busy. But I kind of, I like, I like hearing about them. (laughs) Like hearing all the scoop. Well, the thing was about Jen Shaw in, in um, Salt Lake City is this whole season, she was almost like erratic in her behavior. Like she would go off on people suddenly, melt down like the husband, so it was almost like hmm, something has to be, you know, when you see somebody, they're really out of control emotionally. You're like, something's yeah. going on besides like oh. what the thing is. You know what I mean? So I feel like with her, it's like, it all makes sense now. Like, oh, okay. All these outbursts make sense now that you are keeping up this huge Ponzi scheme while on national television, trying to keep your lifestyle and all that. I mean, okay. Look, like to be indicted by a federal jury is no joke, but it's not. it's just they're just it's just a massive accusation with some evidence it's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean that she did it so i'm gonna hold out hope that this is just some huge miscommunication because that is a really really sad situation if it's true uh, 100%. Um, well, look, I could I could talk to you all day. I could talk to you about all the housewives, what Shannon's like behind the scenes. By the way, you think Shannon will marry her new man and, and find love again? I wouldn't marry him if I were her because who gives a shit about marriage at this point? Just, like live together and just enjoy your life. They yeah. all seem to want to be married though. And Vicky with really? Steve. Well, I mean, look at Vicky, right? She's still engaged supposedly to Steve. I mean, I don't know if they're going to get married. An engagement, sure. Like put a ring on it, whatever. But like, I don't know. If you're older and you have money and st- or it doesn't even matter. Like who cares? The only reason I would ever get married again is to get somebody's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that now you can even just take out on each other, right? I mean, you don't even You can? Yeah, you can take out. Remember um well, remember Vicky? Vicky had an insur- I think she still does. Remember that like controversial th- statement she made in a reunion where she said that she has an insurance policy on Don? No. Okay. Oh, I feel like you were at that reunion too. I got to go back and look. Yes, Vicky had said like she, even though she and Don were divorced, she still had like a 2 million dollar policy or something. And it was basically well, Okay, I could see that cuz if he died and she has to take the kids, like that's going to be expensive. I could see that. But I'm talking about I'm not talking about life insurance. I'm talking about medical insurance. Oh, you want someone's medical. I got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> life insurance i'm like oh megan we can figure that out die i'm not saying like (laughs) no no everyone lives healthy full prosperous no 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 oh my god and you didn't did you go to kelly's wedding by the way to rick no no you weren't there it seemed small intimate yeah Uh, uh, we'll see how those two seem well matched Uh, you know hopefully well i mean they both seem obsessed with sex so it seems like it's a good match (laughs) She's always talking about blowing him. So being married to Kelly, I would rather cut off my probably all five my toes than marry Kelly. (laughs) Rick seems to love it. They seem to be like all about having sex all the time, and then they go out and drink without their COVID masks, and they seem happy. Yeah. So okay, great. Go Go for for it. it. That sounds like a great foundation. (laughs) 
Megan, you have a great blog. It's MeganKing.com, right? Is your website? Yes, yes. Megan-King.com. You're, uh, and, uh, and I just love following your journey. I think it's so oh, important you keep you so much. putting yourself out there, finding yourself, and fuck all these people that are like critiquing your... It's just, it blows my mind. I'm beginning to get it from people, like all the advice oh, yeah. that they have about oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. has an opinion. Birthing, right. birth plans, kids, breastfeeding. I mean, <laughs> you're it's, like, is it this hard? This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just got to listen to yourself. Like, mommy knows best. It, 100%. And just be happy with what your, you know, your decision. Like, that's all you can do. Yeah. Like, that's all we all can do. Totally. Megan, enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for popping on. We love you. Thanks. Thanks.